This is Magic and the Law of Attraction, with your host, Madam Pamita. Episode 2. Hello, everyone. I am your host, Madam Pamita, and you're listening to Magic and the Law of Attraction, the podcast where you'll learn how to transform your life in magical ways to make it the very best that it can be. I want to welcome you all to the second episode of our podcast adventure. We're taking our second step down the road of learning more about magic and how to transform your life. You might be making that step very super confidently, or you might be taking a wobbly first step like Bambi learning how to walk. But either way, I'm right here beside you, and I'm so glad to be here with you. In today's episode, I'll be answering the question, what is color magic? Telling you what colors to use with what kinds of spells, and I'll be giving you three new ways you may not have thought of to add a dash of color and a whole lot of pizzazz to your magical practice. I'll also be sharing the secret candle color that you should absolutely be adding to pretty much all of your candle spells. And I'll bet you a box of bonbons you can't guess what that color is. And at the end of the show, I'll tell you how to get an amazing free tool to help you incorporate color into your magical practice. And I'll also tell you how you can ask a question that can be featured on a future podcast. So let's get going. To begin our episode, I got an amazing question from Chelsea in Los Angeles. She wrote to me and asked, I want to do a prosperity candle spell for my business, and I'm very confused. I thought I should use a green candle, but I saw money spells online that said different things. One said to use a metallic gold candle, and another said to use a yellow one, and another one said to use a white candle. So which one is best? Help! Well, Chelsea, help is on the way. Never fear, your color magic fairy godmother is here. So let's talk a little bit about color in magic. Remember that magic is influencing something on a subtle and energetic level, shaping or shifting reality to our will. The best way to make magic is to take our thought or a prayer or our intention and reinforce it with a tool of some kind. If you listened to episode one, then you heard why we should consider our tools our magical allies. So when we talk about creating our dream team of magical helpers, we have to talk about the magic that is inherent in color. Color is hugely, hugely influential in shifting mindsets, creating ambiance, and empowering magic. You don't believe me? Well, there's an enormous body of work all dedicated just to the psychology of color and how it influences us in a subconscious way. Madison Avenue marketers use color to make us buy things. Color therapists use color to heal and activate energy. Interior designers use color to make us feel certain ways in different rooms. I once worked with this amazing woman named Vivian whose whole job was to predict what colors people would be attracted to for the upcoming year. She was like a color fortune teller, and big corporations paid her a lot of money to do this. The science of color and how it affects us humans is a huge industry. 
But this wasn't something that was invented by scientists or psychologists or doctors or advertising agents. The idea that color influences us goes back to the ancient Egyptians and Greeks. The Egyptians used color for healing, and the science of color has been documented and researched since at least 2000 BC. And if it goes back to 2000 BC, it probably goes back even further as undocumented folk magic handed down from generation to generation. According to ancient Egyptian mythology, chromotherapy, which is healing with color, was discovered by the god Toth. And guess what? Toth was the god of both science and magic. The ancient Egyptians and the ancient Greeks were crazy about using color to heal and change people. They didn't have the artificial dyes that we have today, but they used colored minerals, colored stones, colored crystals, colored light made by sunbeams passing through colored gemstones colored salves, and natural dyes of all colors as medical remedies. And like interior decorators using color psychology today, they painted their treatment sanctuaries in specific colors for specific healing purposes. Now, the ancient Egyptians and Greeks, and I'm sure many other cultures as well, knew that color was a powerful tool to restore balance and healing. But they really didn't understand the underlying science of how color worked. It wasn't until the 1600s that Christian Huygens and Isaac Newton started breaking down light and examining it in a scientific way. Remember all the way back in episode one when I talked about energetic vibrations and how these influence the world on a subtle but powerful level? Well, without going into a crazy physics lesson that will make your eyes roll back in your head, color is reflected light waves. Waves are vibrations. Different colors reflect light at different wavelengths. Some are fast and some are slow, but they all reflect with vibration, different vibrations. Do you see the connection now? When you are working with color, you are literally working with subtle vibrations. So now you can see why color is an amazing tool that you really should take into consideration for your magical practice. So where does that bring us now? Well, it's fine to do spells and magic without thinking about color. But if you're not considering color on a conscious level when you're doing intentional magical work, then you're missing out on a powerful and positive tool for charging up your manifestations. Sure, you can do magic without taking color into consideration, but why skip on this amazing, potent, and to be honest, super fun and creative way to amp up your intentions? So to answer your question, Chelsea, what color should I use for my business money spell? That's an excellent question. Let's look at all of the colors in the spectrum. And as we look at each of them, I'll give you three key words or phrases as to what they are traditionally used for in magic. And since I'm sort of a science-y, ex-art school color nerd, we'll go in Roy G. Biv rainbow order. So let's start with red. Red emphasizes passionate love, energy, and action. Orange. Orange is for new opportunities, success, and opening new roads. Yellow is for optimism, prosperity, and luck. 
Green is also for prosperity, growth, and work. Blue is for peace, communication, and healing. Purple is used for success, control, and power. And for those playing along at home, you noticed I skipped indigo and violet and just did purple. I know, I'm a cheater. Now, there are a bunch of colors that are shades or tints that we didn't get to, but are also relevant for magical work. So what about those other colors that don't end up exactly in our Roy G. Biv rainbow? Let's look at them. Lavender is for healing, calming, and tranquility. Pink is for romantic love, friendship, sweet feelings. White is for cleansing, blessing, and healing. Black is for cursing, banishing, and protection. Brown is for court case work, justice, and balance. Gray is for neutrality, invisibility, and working in gray areas. Metallic gold is for prosperity, fame, and generosity. And metallic silver is for dreams, intuition, and psychic work. So to answer Chelsea's question, what color should I use? Well, gold, yellow, white, and green can all be used for prosperity work because they all have facets that would be beneficial for building financial abundance for business. She doesn't mention what she's doing the spell for, but let's break it down and see why she might want to use one color over another. Yellow is for optimism, prosperity, and luck. So if her business spell was for bringing in better luck and nicer, friendlier clients, then yellow would be a great choice. White is for cleansing, blessing, and healing. So if her business felt like it had been really struggling and could use an energetic cleanup, along with healing some of the past mistakes and blessing the future prosperity, then white would be a super choice. Metallic gold is for prosperity, fame, and generosity. So if she were working on marketing or getting her name or the name of her business out there in a positive way, or for getting her clients to tip generously or pay their bills on time, then gold would be excellent. And lastly, green is for prosperity, growth, and work. So if she's just doing a general prosperity spell for increased money and to get her business growing, then green would be perfect. Now, here's the thing. You never have to choose just one color. Yes, you can light a single candle for a spell, but what if you want your business to grow, but you also want happier customers? You could light more than one candle. Choose a green candle for the growth and a yellow candle for the happy customers and then light them together. You could choose two candles of the same size, or you could take a larger master candle of one color and surround it with smaller support candles of another color or colors. Wonderful. So for all of you out there who hate having to make decisions between this color or that color for a candle spell, and yes, I'm talking to all of you Libras out there, (laughs) you've just been given permission to make one less decision. Use more than one candle and more than one color for your candle spell work. So speaking of combining candle colors and spells, you can remember that earlier I promised to tell you the candle color you should be adding to all of your candle spells as your secret weapon. So now that you know all the colors and what they're used for, 
What do you think? Do you want to make a guess? Should I do the Jeopardy music while you think about it? (laughs) All right. Anyway, the candle color that I recommend to add to all of your candle spells is, drum roll please, orange. Orange? Why orange? Well, let's go back and review the description of how you use orange magically. Orange is for new opportunities, success, and opening up roads. Okay, the magic word in the middle, success. If you want to bring success in your intention, add an orange candle. So green with an orange candle is success with your work or business. Brown with an orange candle is for success in your court case. Red with an orange candle, successfully finding love and so on. Adding orange support candles to any spell brings in a successful outcome and opens up new and better possibilities. And for most spells, that's what we're going for. So we've been talking about working with color for candle spells, but there are so many other ways that you can use color to amplify spell work and intention. So I'm going to give you the three new ways to think about using color magically that I promised to tell you. So here we go. Super secret color magic idea number one. Give yourself a color bath. I got this magical tip from the fabulous Judica Illis, author of the Encyclopedia of 5,000 Spells. As magicians, we do lots of bathing rituals. And I was born into the sign of cancer and So being the water baby that I am, and by the way, Judica is one too, bath spells are some of my favorites. So generally, bath spells are herbs or tisans put into the bath, and then you sit and soak up the power of the herbs. But Judica suggests doing a color bath, coloring the water with a light tint of food coloring or natural coloring, choosing the color of the aspects that you wish to amplify for yourself. I say a light tint because you definitely don't want to do a prosperity color bath spell and come out of the bath looking like the jolly green giant. So just a few drops of food coloring added to your bath to give it a light tint is enough. Judica also points out that there is a line of bath oils and bath salts called knipe, spelled K-N-E-I-P-P, that are natural and botanically based and have some beautiful strong colors. So you might want to try those for your color bath spells. But whether you use a commercially made bath or make your own, either way, you can do a color bath and literally soak up the magic. Super secret color magic idea number two. Wear the color of the energy that you wish to activate. When you get dressed in the morning, think about the intention that you want to activate for the day and dress up in that color. Or choose the color that you want to wear and then say a prayer or spell that matches that color's intention. Did you get that? You can either choose the intention first and match it with the right color, or choose the color first and think about the intention that you'd like to bring in that goes with that color. This is something I do all the time. I love looking through my closet and picking out my outfit for the day. Sometimes I choose what appeals to me, and then I say something like, oh, I chose a blue outfit. I must be wanting to activate better communication. And then I keep that in my consciousness all day. Other days I might be like, "Mm, I want to activate more prosperity, so I'm going to wear a green outfit. So for you, if you're wearing a lavender tie, 
Envision a workday filled with tranquility and calm. Would you want to bring in love? Put on a red blouse. It can go either way, color first or intention first. But what happens is when you or anyone else sees your lavender tie or your red blouse, they'll not only pick up the vibration of the color, but they'll also get your intention coming along for a free ride. Super secret color magic idea number three, glitter on candles. Yes, glitter. In the practice of hoodoo, glitter on candles is very well known. But I came to hoodoo from a European-based pagan Wiccan tree-hugging, dancing, sky-clad under the moon magical background. And when I was introduced to the idea of using glitter in magic, I was like, glitter? Isn't that what Las Vegas showgirls wear? But I get glitter now. When you add a colored glitter to a candle, you add not only some tiny reflectors to your candle spells, and reflective devices and spell work definitely needs to be an upcoming show topic. You not only add those reflectors, but when you add glitter, you also are adding a color energy to your spell. An easy peasy way to amplify the color of the candle that you're using or add another color energy. So remember that green candle spell that Chelsea is going to light for her business prosperity? Well, she can also sprinkle gold glitter on it for fame and recognition. So dress your candle in a spiritual oil, sprinkle on some herbs, and then add just a little shake of glitter to give it some extra color magic. So to sum up our podcast today, Chelsea asked what color candle she should use for her business prosperity spell. And the answer is, look for the color that most closely matches the intention of your spell. There may be more than one option that works, so you can pick the one that is closest to your intention, or you can pick two or more colors if you would like to give some specific nuances to your spell. Choosing a color to work with magically can really give your spell extra energy, as can choosing the timing of a spell, something that we're going to get into in next week's podcast. And if you didn't get a chance to write down the list of colors and their correspondences, don't worry. My super free gift for you this week is a handy PDF chart with all the colors and a detailed list of their corresponding magical purposes and the psychological effect of each color and the healing effect of each color, really diving in deeply to stuff that we didn't get a chance to explore here. So you'll definitely want to go to magicandthelawofattraction.com and download this chart and have it handy when you want to make magic for yourself like getting dressed in the morning or making that color bath and so on. We are surrounded by color and make color choices all the time. I hope you take some time this week to pay attention to the colors that you bring into your life and use them intentionally to make some magical things happen. Don't forget to go to magicandthelawofattraction.com and look for the show notes for this episode and download your free magical color chart to start working more consciously with color. If you've enjoyed this podcast and found it helpful and would like to hear more, I hope you'll subscribe to Magic and the Law of Attractions on iTunes or Stitcher or whatever podcatcher you use. And if you do, I would so, so, so appreciate if you would give me a five-star review and leave your encouraging comments. The ratings on iTunes and Stitcher really help people find this show, and it means so very much to me to hear that you like what I'm doing. And if you have a question that you would like to be included on a future podcast episode, you can go to magicandthelawofattraction.com and fill out the question form. 
I would love to hear what you're curious about and where our adventure of discovery will go. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm looking forward to next week when we'll find the answer to the question, what day is the best day for doing magic? So until next time, this is Madame Pemita saying, keep making your life the most magical adventure ever. <laughs> <laughs>